Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. We have recently been putting questions on there to try and get more engagement on that account because we want to start using it more. Also, we would love it if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Uh, that would be great. Tell your friends about it. Take their phones. Um, put uh, our show or subscribe to our show on their phone. Uh, tell them about it, though. Don't just like take it and do it. That, that would be rude. Don't, don't be a rude person. Anyway, today we are uh, talking about the finale of season one of Iron Fist with episode 13, Dragon Plays with Fire, which originally premiered on March 17th of 2017. And as usual, here's a rundown of, you know, roughly a minute, two or seven, of what happened in this episode. Harold takes control of Grand Enterprises. Danny and Colleen go to the Hand Facility Academy place that has been abandoned by the Hand, where Gao reveals that Harold made the plane crash and killed Danny's parents. Ward tells Joy about Harold framing Danny, and she confronts him about it. Harold denies it, and Joy decides to leave. Ward allies with Danny, Colleen, and Claire to help to defeat Harold. He goes to Rand Enterprises, where he is wounded by Harold, but is able to find evidence of Danny's innocence. Claire creates a distraction so that Danny can infiltrate the building. The pair is able to fight off Harold's men. Danny follows Harold to the roof, where they fight with pipes for reasons, and then Danny impales him on a spike that's up there also for a reason, which Harold somehow survives. When he gets off the spike and is about to shoot Danny, when Ward arrives and shoots Harold, who falls from the building to his presumed death. Ward has the body cremated to make sure that Harold does not return. Joy meets with Davos, who tells her that Danny must be killed. This is overheard by Gao. Danny convinces uh, Colleen to accompany him to Kunlun, but they arrive at the gates to find it, it missing. Not the gate, the actual place Kunlun, and surrounded by dead hand warriors. Dun 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 dun. We haven't done a dun 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 in a while. I know. Well, this yeah. is a big dun dun dun. Mm -hmm. I mean, his whole place is just gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> I've got okay. I've got some questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, going on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Jenny, what are you doing? Yoga? You move about as fast as a pig. Swimming and gravy. You didn't see that coming. Tony, every time um, I, because I do the quality control, like you, you post it and then I'll listen to it just in case and then put it up. Like you always say fast facts or one of us does. And then I, I always hear the the next line the, on your left. That's the only one I remember. None of the others. Um, <laughs> although the, there is the Welcome to Baskin Robbins, but that one never like jumps to my mind immediately. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I always think when I think fast facts, I think um, uh, you didn't see that coming. Because, you know, super speed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's like at the end, I think, maybe. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't remember which one was. I think that's the last one. Okay. And the yeah. middle one, I change depending what show we're doing. Ah. That explains things. Anyway. <laughs> uh, fast facts. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there was no kung fu move I could find after, you know, minutes, minutes of Googling. <laughs> um, also, I didn't have a way to arbitrarily, you know, connect this with the story. So I'm going to say the dragon is actually Harold, who ends up getting burnt because he's cremated at the end. <laughs> um kind of yeah i mean when there is that fight um danny sees the the two red lights on that antenna that remind him of when he saw the dragon in the cave mm-hmm. um and so it like kind of took him back to that mindset and then in that sense you kind of say that yeah harold is the dragon and um, then, just like when Danny got the uh, tattoo on his chest, Ward walked up and killed the dragon with a gun. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, I don't think that he killed Xiao Lao. Xiao Lao is undying. I'm pretty sure he hugged him. Yeah, I, I kind of wish that, that we actually got a visual of that. I don't think we get anything in Season 2 about it, but uh, yeah, it, it would have been cool. Either. Yeah. I think we talked about this way in the beginning, but I think if they showed a dragon, I'd remember it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also get our Stanley cameo this episode. He's on the same NYPD poster. He's been in Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Daredevil. Uh this time we can see it behind um uh Jerry Hogarth and Claire when she gives her the message to come see them. Yeah, they really phoned it in with these shows. I know. It's really disappointing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, they want to be more serious and gritty. Grr. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also, um, Harold sees on the, a news report hosted by uh, Tembi Wallace, who was the interviewer who interviewed um, Mariah Dillard when she kind of like, you know, backstabbed her and talked about how terrible a person her grandmother used to be. Oh. Cage. Another connection to these other shows. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And finally, we get superhero landing number 81, when Danny lands with his iron fist and destroys Harold's office. <laughs> I mean, if that's not a superhero landing, I don't know what is. That that definitely is. <laughs> yeah. I have some structural questions, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, all right, moving on to our heroes. Mm-hmm. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I'm the immortal Iron Fist, weapon of Kunlun. And I'm fulfilling my destiny. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... All right. Uh, who do you want to start with? Um, I, I guess Danny, right? Like he's this. This is his episode. He's good because I have one note about Colleen. I realized that I scrolled down. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. Um, okay, yeah. So so Danny. Um, one of the things that we we've kind of been seeing more and more as the season has been going, and then it's super apparent in this episode is just how unstable he's kind of becoming. Um, right. Like yeah, so there was a scene where he's where Danny and Ward are talking, and Danny like kind of freaks out for a second, and then 
he yells that he's going to, quote, put an end to your father, to Ward. And then Danny just runs off. Like, that is... Danny's got some other issues going on. Like, I know I know Harold, like, has super messed with him, but there's... Like, he, he needs to talk to someone. Yeah, were there no therapists in Kunlun? I don't think so. I mean, uh, he was kind of raised just to fight, and to be fair, that'll I'm sure that'll mess with you, too. <laughs> yeah. That's that's definitely true. <laughs> I mean, it was, hey, kid, your uh, parents are dead. Um, you're not rich anymore, so goodbye iPod, because you know, we don't have electricity. So um, here, learn to fight. You don't get a choice. Uh, yeah, that's that's not that's not the best thing to grow up in. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely definitely true. Although that iPod has infinite battery life. <laughs> I think he charged it somewhere. He still had the charging cable. Yeah, it's just like Danny. I don't understand how someone so unstable could also align his chi enough to put it in a fist. <laughs> Yeah, well, then again, that kind of is the... I I think that's that's kind of what they were going with. Like, his unstableness is the misalignment of his chi. Or maybe they're linked in some way. Yeah, okay, I get that. And especially since they talked to Gao in this episode, and she says pretty much... Um, well, pretty much you can only be a Jedi if you kill Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, he was this unstable at the beginning. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the fist, it didn't glow every moment, but he, he had no real problem with it. Yeah, it, it took him some time. So I'm, I'm curious in season two, and maybe even in Defenders, when we see him, is it easier for him to summon the fist? Um, because I, I wonder if maybe the thing that we completely missed was that this whole like thing that he's doing is him proving to himself and also to Shao Lao the Undying that he is worthy of being the Iron Fist. Like he's on this mission, and like that's why he sees Shao Lao again at, at the end of the episode, right? When he sees those mm-hmm. two red lights and remembers being back in the cave. So, yeah, I mean, I think it does uh, slightly spoilers, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember for Defenders, but I definitely remember season two of Iron Fist having more glowy fist. Okay. Yeah. Especially the beginning. Especially the first scene of the first episode. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah. And there yeah. was there's a lot of unnecessary destruction. But yeah, okay. <laughs> well, do we want inadequate fighting or all of New York being destroyed? I mean, really. Well, I mean it's fictional, so yeah, sure. All of it being destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it goes overboard, we don't need a Man of Steel situation. That is true. That was that was, that was too much. Yeah. They just had to one up everything before it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so I did kind of actually just jump halfway through the episode with my one thing about Danny. I don't know if you wanted to say anything <laughs> before that, like to go chronologically, because no. that was my first note about him. But yeah. Um, no, most of my stuff when I go chronologically is just recounting what happened, which probably, you know, probably isn't that entertaining. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, because I usually forget. 
Like okay. otherwise, I would say something. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Um. One thing I want to appreciate, and I don't know if I ever brought this up. Mm-hmm. I have a guy I used to work with named uh, Jaron, and I would always call him J Money. So I really appreciate that he also calls Jerry J Money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I like her. Uh, the three options is like fight in the court, go back to Kunlun. Or, you know, find the original documents and defend yourself also in court. (laughs) I mean, finding the original documents helps a lot. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's not very... I mean, she's a lawyer. She's not there for creative Mm. solutions. But... Uh, Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, she's also there, like, with the, hey, if you want to live in this society... Mm -hmm. uh, this is pretty much the only way you can do that. So you can leave if you think that's better for you. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have one question about the DEA. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, back when they had, when Colleen and Danny had Gao in Colleen's dojo, uh-huh. and they were randomly attacked by military, and we never got an explanation from that. Uh-huh. Was that the DEA? I I thought that that was Gao's people. I, I thought that that's what they just assumed. It was Gao's people. And then they like fought off some of them. And then Bakudo shows up. And then Bakudo said, no, nah, that's all right. I got rid of, of her people. And then they like, they dropped one of them from the the roof. Yeah, but the thing is, why is she using military people? Um, I mean, she has maybe she just has different groups of people. Bakudo has different groups of people. We saw that with him, right? Um, Doesn't he? I thought it was like strictly like ninjas and martial artists. Yeah, I think I said that, and then I couldn't think of an example. So maybe he doesn't. I think you're right. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm just going with Gao. Just has different groups of people for different situations. Um, maybe these are the group of people that go in when she doesn't check in every 12 hours or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. They find the uh, GPS tracker in her walking cane. Yeah. It's true. I, I find it weird how well, how much the D, how hard the DEA goes after Danny and Colleen. Um, without like, you'd think they'd like pull up an investigation and realize, Hey, the hand or these drug people, um, have been in, in hand stuff for like 12 years or 15 years. Because they were, they have been working with Rand for that long. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, are, are you talking about how hard they go at them because of, of like physically how hard they go at them? Or well, like how hard just... they're like, Danny Rand is the number one on the New York <laughs> most wanted list. Yeah, that's right. They show that. Um. I, I'm actually a little surprised, like, given that info, that that they don't use more force. Um, because even though they show up with a team, it's like three people who bust through the door. They don't have anyone on any windows. I, I, I would have imagined they'd have, like, at least ten people. And then they had, what, one or two people outside in the cars just as a lookout. I, I feel mm-hmm. like they would have had a much bigger presence for taking down someone like him because I mean, especially when you're that rich, maybe that person also has some security on them. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I'm just... You're right. You're completely right. If you're going after the number one most wanted person on your list, you should bring a bigger force. <laughs> but also, I don't understand why he's number one. Especially since the drug is not illegal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we, 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 meant to, or we mentioned that last week. It's so confusing. Uh, maybe there was other illegal things about it. Um, is this... I was about to say, is this like a... Maybe... Was there money laundering involved with this? Uh, they were selling it to people they shouldn't have been selling it to, right? Like those drug dealers. Yeah. I, no, then, then again, it's not because all of the ingredients are legal. I, God, I don't know. I don't, I don't know May either. Okay, here's here's another thing. Maybe the individual ingredients are all legal, but when they're combined in that way, they're not legal. Okay, but the whole point of those drugs were they're legal. At least from what we heard in like episode three or whatever. Yeah, you're right because that's what the that um, doctor lady was was saying when she like analyzed it, right? Yeah, yeah. Unless unless they also linked him with everything else the hand was doing, like human trafficking and mutilation oh. with blinding people. Yeah, that would make sense if uh, if they linked him to that. Then then yeah, that that makes perfect sense. Yeah, of the their their reaction. So. Yeah, then definitely put this billionaire who came from Asia back home from Asia after fifteen years, as now doing human trafficking, and drugs that aren't illegal. <laughs> Number one, I get that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Um. So I guess like we could talk about him. Him busting into Harold's office? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, so start that whole fight scene, that plan, yeah. everything they had to do. So Ward, you know, goes up there. He's kind of like the, the scout to, to get some information. Um, and uh, that was a really kick-ass entrance, like you I said. I know, right? <laughs> I completely forgot about that. I thought he was going to come in the elevator. We mm -hmm. get like a a less as good a Captain America elevator fight scene or something. But nope, busting through the window. That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, I, I mean, I I know that, uh, you know, those buildings are built pretty strong. I don't, I don't know how much like concrete and stuff is in between floors. A little confused on that one because they seem like... Are All you talking about stuff. when he iron fists the ground the ground and yes. everything explodes? Yeah, there's like this shockwave permeating away from him. Um like okay, if it's pure concrete, that makes sense, but mm -hmm. there's no way that's like pure concrete across the entire floor or or, or is it? Maybe No, no, because um the higher you get, you want lighter materials. Okay. So, so they'll start using, I don't know at what level, but they'll start using ceramics and other materials than concrete at a certain level. Okay, but he's pretty high up there. It's yeah. it's probably whatever lighter materials at that point. Okay. Mm -hmm. So really, we should have Danny taking down most of the building. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we get an, uh, a shot from the outside, and like all of the windows on that floor and one or two above and below him are also like blowing out so <laughs> there was a lot of damage done to that um yeah Th this is my thought after the battle of new york and uh which is avengers <laughs> and you know 
the sky opening up all over the world, not just above London for um, Thor the Dark World. Uh-huh. Test, um, uh, I almost call them Tesseracts, but that's not what they are. Helicarriers falling from the sky. Uh-huh. Um, yep. An island or a, a piece of a continent or a piece of a country falling down to Earth. Maybe Rand like reinforced their buildings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll take that. You know, actually, um, one of the things towards the end of this episode that Mm -hmm. uh, Harold mentions is that when they started the company, um, they were, maybe they were like early into it, the the company had been around for a little while. I I wasn't sure, but the building that they were in wasn't built yet. Like they they went to it when it was still under construction. Mm -hmm. So if it was built that recently... Maybe they had better materials or something. Well, yeah, but that recently they he stood up there with Wendell, so it was over fifteen years ago. Yeah, and, and I was trying to do some math, like okay, so this came out in twenty seventeen. That was over fifteen years ago, and they were adults at the time. I mean, it would have been before Danny was even born, I assume, right? So probably at least another twenty twenty five years before then. Um, mm-hmm. and then again, that would actually that would assume that Harold and Wendell are in their like fifties when Danny is born. So I'm hmm. yeah, I think, I think we can best guess is like maybe 18 years before this or like 15, just a few years over 15 years because it's when he's already worried that Wendell will find out what he's doing in China. Yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. Yeah. So maybe there's something to do with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm completely pulling at straws there. I, I, yeah, I got nothing else. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're right. Maybe they have just better sci-fi materials that they put into the buildings now. That's true. I Almost morbidly, I wonder if some companies like banked on like post 9-11 like selling materials, more expensive materials that are supposedly stronger. That's a good point. I have absolutely no idea, but I'm sure, I would believe I'm... that there was some kind of bump in you know, sales for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so a lot of buildings in New York actually have very little concrete in them um, relative to stuff, uh, relative to like what you would assume. Mm-hmm. because and that has to do with the mob and like because the oh. mob was were the, the people who basically had a racket on like how much concrete they would you know sell and they, they like they, they basically controlled it all um yeah mm-hmm. so interesting yeah so there, there was there was that kind of stuff uh, hmm. all right well um i do want to talk about one little moment during this fight Danny breaks the light panels without the iron fist and hurts his hand, and that never is referenced for the rest of the thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. In fact, he does a cool shattering whole room thing after that. <laughs> um, is this was this before Danny gets shot in the hand? Oh, sorry. Also, was that the same hand that was shot? I. Bet it was. Okay. 
Um, uh, I just because it's, I assume it's the hand Danny throws his first punch with. I don't know if he's left or right-handed. I, I just assumed he was right-handed. Usually when he throws the, uh, the, the iron fist around, it's his right hand. Um, okay. I mean, when he iron fists at the end, when he, it like comes back and he blocks a, another bullet from, uh, from Harold, um, that is the hand that was shot. Like okay. it was his right hand and it seems to have healed itself. So. Well, yeah, you just open your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, so no, but this was this was before he got shot because he doesn't get shot till they're on the roof together. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I, okay. So, uh, Harold shoots him in the hand, like we just <laughs> established, and yeah. then uh, Danny goes to uh, a true warrior move. He kicks kicks Harold and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if he just stuck around, he would have totally just beat up Harold. But no, he has to sneak. I Well, yeah, I mean, he's obviously lost his confidence without the Iron Fist. Um, My thing is, like, he's an accomplished fighter. And yeah, Harold's strong, because I guess he's been training for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But he's not a martial artist like Danny is, who spent 15 years of his life mastering all styles of kung fu yeah i okay that that one's a little hard because every literally every time we see harold um and he's not doing some i'm an evil person type of move he's training right like we we come in on a scene and he's Mm -hmm. was with that trainer for that one episode that we never see again or he's um, going at it on a uh, a punching bag. He's he is constantly working out. So, I mean, he is definitely a formidable opponent from fighting hand to hand. There's also the age thing, right? So he's not as probably not as quick kind of things as uh, as Danny in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, Danny would win in a hand to hand fight if Danny just stood there, but. I mean, yeah. then again, maybe that is an actual strategy that Danny decided to take. Like, well, I've seen Harold and how he fights and eats only the healthiest of things. So, you know, now I've kind of talked myself in a circle. So, okay, maybe maybe this was actually a decent move on his part. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think he could have taken him. But instead, we have a pipe fight! <laughs> um. Yeah, so Danny realizes he gets knocked down by a pipe and then realizes he can fight. So he does. <laughs> he fights Harold right onto a spike. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so getting hit with the pipe also reminded him of being a child and being attacked by all of those monks, I guess, right? Because they like he, he had that memory of being smacked um, with, like, I don't know, switches? Is that what those are? I guess, I'm not sure. Eh, okay. Um, I am remembering that correct, right? I'm not yeah, like remembering yeah. some other. Okay, they just making sure. Him being uh, beat. Okay, yeah. The, um, so that was him, like remembering. Oh yeah, I'm tough. I, I grew up being hit. Uh, also, I, I feel like maybe they they would have done a little bit better if they had reminded us, um, like, because what he said in the first or second up the second episode of the season when he says, "Yeah, when I'm in the middle of the fight, I'm getting my ass kicked. That's when I'm really good at fighting." Like. <laughs> I think that would have been a better reminder than reminding us that he's just used to getting his ass beat by yeah. people. <laughs> I think so. Literally a flashback to that moment, him saying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're right. 
Um. So yeah, this is when he shoots him in the iron fist, <laughs> or he shoots him and he deflects Wonder Woman style with the iron fist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Had the same note, Wonder Woman style. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, you know what makes me think of when I see Harold on that spike. I think Vampires. of uh, no, I think of uh, Green Goblin, who also spiked <laughs> himself. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, but luckily, instead of um, his billionaire son blaming the Iron Fist for all time, uh, Ward shows up and finishes the job. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ward did not hesitate. He just walked up like, he... well, he did it once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Harold might have already been dead. Uh, maybe Ward wasn't completely sure. Um, he just wanted to shoot him anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean... Like, ten minutes ago, Harold knocked him out with a golf club. He, he was kind of angry. <laughs> no. There was a ton of blood. What What if a Ward was aiming for Danny? Well, he could have been. We don't know. And then he's just like, yeah, I totally meant to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, well... Um. Yeah. So they they cremate Harold, mm-hmm. just to make sure, which you know, yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I mean, so in last week's episode, we found out that in order to stop him from coming back to life, they have to you know chop off the head. Um, this is a good way. This is a good way to uh, to uh, you know also make sure that that happens. Because I was wondering, like, how are they going to do that? Um, they they probably should have cut off the head in that moment like right when he died because i don't know how long it takes um like how long would it take to get a a permit i guess to to burn the body i don't know how what's what's involved with that but i it's relatively quick um okay i know from deaths in my family that funerals and cremations burials happen quickly mostly because people want to move on with the grieving process okay that makes sense um yeah, so Ward asks him to come to Rand, and he says he'll probably not be the best guy, um, which is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And He's then, bad at it. Yeah, and then he and Colleen uh, head to Kunlun together. Yeah, um, really quickly, mm-hmm. um, you know, at the end when he's talking to Colleen, like, hey, we should go to Kunlun. Um, he's a real martial artist now like he's he's grown up a little bit more um he's done his first big mission and now instead of showing up with food from fancy restaurants uh he's showing up with the real martial arts food pizza yes like many many ninja turtles before him yes (laughs) well it's technically like four ninja turtles before him but still they count (laughs) it's like a hundred percent of them i mean he he's definitely seen the ninja turtles i mean he was 10 in um what 20 uh, 2007 hold on sorry i'm doing some math in my head and i'm bad at the 2002 yeah yeah he he was 10 in 2002 he's definitely seen some ninja turtles cartoons oh yeah he knows exactly (laughs) who the ninja turtles are (laughs) if only disney um owned them they would we would have references (laughs) ah if only i mean someday maybe we'll see i don't don't know like i say long enough timeline disney will just own everything (laughs) that's true yeah yeah, everything consolidates. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah, they end up um, going. 
Well, actually, I want to talk about this. Uh, first of all, Claire says they both need psychological help, which is <laughs> definitely true. That is that is true. <laughs> yeah, she's not a therapist, but she can recognize it. Um, and then Colleen, she says he doesn't want to be a weapon. He wants to be a light, which pretty much is him saying he wants to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he'll get there. Probably not, honestly. He's he's Danny. He can't do anything right. <laughs> well, I mean, if Colleen sticks around, then yeah, I mean, she true. can at least help him, aid yeah. him in, in that that path. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. But he wants to go back to Kunlun, and he wants to take Colleen uh with him. So yeah, that's what they do. They just hop on a plane, go to whatever the closest airport to Kunlun is, and then walk the rest of the way. Yeah, which. Uh, I guess is a, a long walk because Colleen at one point was, was saying like, oh, are we almost there yet? Uh, I mean, to be fair, no matter how much walking on the side of a snowy mountain, um, you know, I would ask that question regularly because, you know, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> and error prone. Yep. Um, but unfortunately, they find blood on the rocks and like three or four dead hand warriors and find that Kunlun is gone. <gasps> Now, question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think Kunlun is actually gone? Or did that pa- mythological passage they've been talking about this whole time finally close? <laughs> so when I first watched this, I completely forgot about the whole 15-year thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, Danny doesn't know. Like, I feel like if he... Like, if that mythological um, path was gone, then Danny would recognize that. Um, or also maybe he knows how long it takes. So we have no idea how long this season was like a few months, a year. I would, I I have no idea. Um, I also have no idea if they ever tell us in future season, um, of either the the defenders or of this show or of, uh, you know, season two of Iron Fist. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I have a theory. Okay. I think, um, okay, flashback two years ago. Years mm-hmm. ago, Al. Um, Daisy Johnson <laughs> is in um, in Afterlife. Uh-huh. And Pikachu, a.k.a. Lincoln, is helping her train her powers. And she uses her quake powers to blast off the side of a mountain in a place we don't know where she is. I think Daisy had just destroyed Kunlun. <laughs> They were like on the other side of that mountain. Yep. Okay. I think so. <laughs> where where we see um Danny and Colleen climbing initially, they're maybe fifty feet under where afterlife is. <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to remember exactly when this was. When when was she blasting off? What this was season two. Okay, I, I mean, I remember that part where she was like learning her powers in, mm-hmm. in Afterlife, but like, what was going on when she did this? What, what I I don't understand your question. Sorry, um, you you said she blasts off, or did I miss part of it? Oh, um, so she doesn't she doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. She uses her quake powers, and she like destroys the side of a mountain when she's training okay. with it. Okay, all right, now I remember when she she was like practicing, and and Lincoln was like, "Yeah, just let loose, do whatever you want." Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. She, she she did that, and that just happened to be in the middle of this um, fight when the hand were um, mm-hmm. trying to uh, attack Kunlun. Maybe they weren't even hand operatives. Maybe they were like the second shield. 
the other shieldies were like, hey, let's let's go check out what's going on in Aftermath. They were doing exactly. actual missions, not like just trying to fight the Coulson shieldies. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Uh, you know, un- until we get a confirmation, um, it's possible. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> let's add it to the list. Yep. <laughs> all right. Um, that's all I have for our heroes because we covered the one thing I had for Colleen. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, okay. I think, and I, I meant to tell you this ahead of time, I think we should move Claire up to heroes section because she joins them on the mission. She does hero yeah. stuff. I she think does. she deserves that promotion. I think finally. there are two promotions in need in this. I think she goes to heroes. I think Ward is now a guy in the chair. Yeah, okay. That seems that's that's fair for Ward. I think uh, he he gets that. <laughs> I think he also probably stays in that in season 2. I I don't remember it too much, but considering how Ward and Danny leave things at the end of this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially now that Ward has killed uh, Harold, he's like, "Yeah, I'm good. Nothing's going to phase him anymore." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, All okay. Right. So, yeah, what we'll... do you want to talk about with Claire? Um, I, you know, I should have written down more than for her, her one episode as a hero than my one line where, uh, she needs to make a distraction to help, um, Danny when he's, you know, breaking into, uh, the Rand building and all that. So she buys a peanut cart mm-hmm. and blows it up, which was quick thinking. I don't know if that was the original plan or not. Uh, cause Danny just gave her a bunch of money. <laughs> to do stuff with (laughs) i think this is my thoughts i have that same note i think she had that plan (laughs) and she's just like hey danny give me a bag of money and danny was like all right (laughs) so and he so he had to get that money ahead of time right because he said hogarth gave it to Mm -hmm. him so that she's just been wanting to do this (laughs) like the, well, she had that know, idea a while ago, and she just wants to do it. I mean, we know Claire pretty well at this point. Um, she's a good healer. She's smart, but she is reckless. <laughs> yes, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, that peanut cart was in front of a Dunkin' Donuts. So um, maybe I, I wonder if uh, the people who own that, that Dunkin' Donuts, they're a little happy that now that peanut cart isn't going to be taking away their customers. Well, probably probably yeah. although i mean there were so many things in new york if you're going i'm saying if you want a donut you're not going to be distracted by hot peanuts that's true yeah yeah, okay. mm-hmm. yeah all that's right. all i have for her though <laughs> yeah same here all right so no more heroes let's uh take an ad break sound good yeah welcome to baston robbins would you like to try our mango fruit blast and jerry's named a flavor after me so start graving hazelnuts not bad danny sent all but the brown m&ms that's supposed to mean something. All right. Uh, so, Tony, um, we all know that people love donuts. There's no denying it. But what is the one food that, when combined with donuts, becomes the ultimate snack? I'm going to assume it's peanuts. Exactly. It's peanuts. Yep. The unholy duo <laughs> of sweet... <laughs> Uh, great, and now I have to start over because I'm laughing too much. The unholy duo of sweet, doughy goodness combined with salty, crunchy legumes. 
And our partners this week at Hamster's Nuggets want to tell you all about their new line of donut-peanut combinations. They have the traditional donuts with peanuts added on top, but they also have every other combination you can think of, like donuts with peanuts on the bottom, donuts with peanuts on the sides, donuts with peanut-flavored filling, and if they can ever figure out the science, donuts with peanuts on the inside. And finally, most importantly, today we have the honor of announcing their newest tasty treat, the donut cake, strategically lined with and topped with peanuts. I was shipped one of these ahead of time to do a taste test, uh, but due to a shipping snafu, the box I received was empty. Um, anyway, you can check out our Twitter account at MCU underscore rewind for a future post on my review. Use promo code MCU rewind to get a free box of reject donuts on your forced order. They're just normal donuts, no peanuts. Uh, important note, not only for hamsters, humans and dogs without peanut allergies can eat them too. Nice. Now, Al, I'm sure yes. our listeners are waiting with bated breath. You said at the end of the season of Iron Fist, you would tell us the deep themes with all your hamster um, ads. Can you please enlighten us? Um, you mean like why I went with the, yes. the hamsters? Oh, I don't remember saying this. <laughs> I specifically, like three episodes into the season, I asked you. And you said you would tell us at the end of the season. And I just remembered right now. Oh, man. I mean, we should have written something down. Uh, no, I, I thought I mentioned it like a, a few weeks ago that, I mean, obviously hamsters are just, by default, the martial arts masters of, uh, of, of the animal world. Um, no, I have absolutely no idea. I just decided to think of a theme for once and it just had to be um kung fu hamsters so okay. went with that which now that i think about it i don't know if i used the phrase kung fu hamsters at all in any of these 13 episodes maybe i did and don't remember i, I don't think um, you did oh okay well that's a missed opportunity <laughs> i'll never get back we'll see well, what happens you, in season you, two yeah you literally will get it back in season two okay woo and that's in i think we were talking about this 2023 it's, yep. it's a while out yeah all right, moving on to our villains. Mm -hmm. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Stay right there, boy. Submit to me without further incident. And your friends will be granted a merciful death. Alright, I've got Harold, and I've got a little bit for Gal. Okay, um, let's talk about Gal. I'll get her, her a little bit of story out, because it kind of merges in with Harold. Yeah, um, she says that she never lied to Danny, which is actually a point we made uh, recently. Mm -hmm. She, I, like, I think Gal is my favorite villain even like more than king or like netflix villain even more than kingpin and um and kilgrave i think gao she's the most dangerous out of all of them oh easily yeah i mean she's been around a long time she knows what she's doing um we have no idea how much of her operation Danny just messed up, uh, especially after losing so much of her operation to Daredevil previously, mm -hmm. right? Um, and she's just kind of taking it with stride. Like, she has no problem. She knows she'll rebuild, and she definitely will. Like, yeah, she is... 
I don't want to say unstoppable, but um, like it's she she's scary. She she's got yeah. her issues. Um, <laughs> even uh, uh, even Fisk, right? Kingpin, like he ended up in jail. She hasn't, as far as we know. Um, she had a nice little vacation inside of that little cell that she yeah. could have broken at, out of whenever she wanted to. And then she has some tea later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. We see her at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, probably working with Davos. I, I don't actually know if she was working with him or spying on him. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Either way, she's around and still messing with things and probably a little petty. So maybe she is um, helping Davos in, in some way. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to Harold. Yeah, that sounds good. Um. So yeah, she says cryotherapy and gene therapy is what cured him, which I thought initially, or that's what he's telling the Rand employees. I <laughs> thought initially that was ridiculous, but then I remembered what universe we were in. I was like, okay, it makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, my, well, my first thought was, even if that was, like, true, and, and the fact that it, like, basically saved him from cancer, that that's that's one of those things that the doctors who did that would, like, they would be interviewed, they would write research papers, th- they would have a career based off of that. The mm-hmm. fact that um, this, like, he just comes back and says it, and no one asks questions, people are going to be asking a lot of questions. They're, they're going to want to find this info. Um, they'll probably never find it. And so then it'll just want to be one of those things that's always suspect. Like, how did he really come back or get healed? I mean, um, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Also faking his death for, for so long. That's that's a big one. But I guess maybe he has some other plan for that that we never got to see because Jerry was she was not happy with him. <laughs> like, that was the first thing she said, right? That is that is such fraud. Yeah, although I um, I wrote this down for Jerry, but it's my only note for her. <laughs> she takes it really well. <laughs> I mean, it's not like that affects her much. Maybe I don't. I don't know. She's she's probably just still pissed that her star client Danny is uh, on the run from the DEA. Yeah. Also, I mean, after dealing with Kilgrave and Jessica. She's not that surprised. Things don't surprise her as much anymore. That's true. Yeah. So she she hasn't had the best past couple of years. Um, this is probably like a light week for her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows what she's I'm dealing with with Jessica and anything else happening. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm, that's true. Well, maybe now she. Oh, no, never mind. That would be in a later season. Never mind. Let's ignore what I just said because that also involves spoilers. So never mind. Okay. Harold, you know how he's been recently. He's just crazy. Uh, he sees Ward spying on him, right? And then he bashes him in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know if he finds him or like a bodyguard notices him and then tells Harold. Probably Harold noticed him. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he wax him once on the back of the head with the golf club which i assume is as much blood as would be in real life i don't know because we never see that in tv like it's it's rare we get that yeah. much blood from a single hit to the head but that's true but i mean head wounds do bleed a lot so mm-hmm. i don't know yeah uh, yeah and yeah. It, yeah he's just crazy he just wants revenge tells danny he should have killed wendell years ago probably before danny was born that would have <laughs> saved a lot of problems 
it would have it would have really changed things a lot yeah yeah and then harold dies yeah and he's cremated so he is not coming back i'm glad they tied up that that storyline yeah that's true (laughs) no uh let's see who else have we got um we got a little piece with the davos if you want to talk about him Sure. I'm, oh, I mean, or, he's talking to Joy. I did have that in Joy section. Cause, oh, um, okay. Uh, where do you have Joy? Guy in the chair? Yeah. Well, then in that case... Um... Good segue. Yeah, okay. <laughs> then Guy in the chair, because I realize we don't have any other villains. Cool. Uh, Joy. Let's talk about Joy. Yeah. Um. Uh, she can see straight through um Harold now, because she's been lied to way too many times by Ward. <laughs> Good. She's learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really makes me think that um, Harold made the right choice by manipulating um, Ward because Joy he can't control for like three days. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good point. He 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 did make the better decision there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he also like the the fact that Ward was older when uh, when Harold died. Um, I guess we don't really know the exact age. I don't know how what the age difference is between them, but you know, he he had more time to mess with Ward and get him to do everything he says. Mm-hmm. So that's true. Also, I think um, Joy's introduction to this world has been a lot more intense than Harold's was, or by than Ward's was. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because Ward kind of knew about it for a while. He didn't. I don't know if he knew anything about. The ninja. I guess I don't know how much Ward actually knew um, about anything think, ninja related. At all I think that. nothing. Okay. Um. He well. He knew that someone was keeping his dad there, so he couldn't escape. Like there's a reason this happened. But the fact of how he reacts to all of Danny's stuff makes me think he doesn't know anything about ninjas. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. He probably knows nothing. Okay. Or knew nothing. I mean, but yeah. And then um, at the end, we see Joy having uh, lunch with Davos, and Davos thinks there are too many sorcerers. Wait, no. That's someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I just think Davos and um, Mordo are very similar characters. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I so I, I kind of mentioned that, actually, when we did our, our episode three review of, of Doctor Strange. Um, kind of said that... He, we kind of see this exact same thing here. And so it was, this was the episode I was talking about mm-hmm. where we see um, Davos like, well, I'm angry at the hero for doing the hero thing and saving everyone and their plan actually working. But so, not the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Not the way it should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So it seems like joy next week, next year, next <laughs> season in two years, jeez, is uh, is going to be in the villain section. Yeah, I I'm a little curious. Like I remember being like thinking, okay, that season was better, but in a sense, but I don't remember why certain things happened, like Joy being in the villain section. I remember Davos. I just don't remember why Joy was like, yeah, okay. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I honestly I remember seeing watching season two, and no spoilers because they set it up here. Joy and Davos are working together, and I was like, "Why is Joy working with him?" 
Oh, it's because I had lunch one time. Okay. <laughs> I I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how that works in, in her world. Business mm-hmm. meetings, they they shook hands and now they're business partners. I pretty much. Yeah, I well, I guess we'll have to. I mean, we we will have to wait and see till season two because I have no idea what she gains out of out of that business relationship. So, really confused. But yeah, okay, we will find out most likely. Maybe mm-hmm. probably not. Eh, probably not. We'll forget to ask. And, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Alright. We already talked about Jerry. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking at Ward stuff right now. I guess Ward, the only thing to say about him is like he has no one now to blame for his unhappiness except for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which which is fair. And it's probably healthier. You can't blame someone else. You take care of yourself. That's true. Yeah. And maybe also he's like paying for some therapy, actually talking to someone. Hopefully. Uh-huh. Going back yeah. to the hospital, they strap him to a bed for old time's sake. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, maybe maybe he's no longer doing, uh, uh, you know, all those drugs. No more heroin. So, you know, oh. that I'm sure helps. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay. It's not like it's illegal. Um, <laughs> that's I also that's when true. Ward goes back to his office, and now instead of Wendell and Harold are pictures of Danny and Ward, which, you know, some people probably would think that's really conceited. <laughs> this guy who almost destroyed our company and this other guy who was also almost destroyed our company. Yeah, they were just voted out of uh, being on the board like a week ago. Uh-huh. And I already forgot how they got back on the board. What What happened? How did they get back on? So... What happened was uh, Harold murdered the head, the leader of the board, the director of the board. Oh. And then Joy blackmailed them into letting him back on. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. So, and then they took off the pictures. Not even a picture of Joy. <laughs> That's right. Just hit she, me. Is she just not involved with the company? Because Danny's not. It's really just Ward. And yeah. then people have to see the picture of Danny somebody because Danny owns fifty one percent of the company. So I guess yeah. there's that. And I mean, it's not like there's only room for two pictures. You can add a third picture. Yeah, there's a ton of wall space. Yeah, <laughs> she has an office on that floor. She got him their them their jobs back. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I take it back, Ward. You're back in the villain section. <laughs> Uh, that seems fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm good with this section. Same here. And before you ask, Tony, no, I don't have anything for the 12% of a plan. Yeah, neither do I. My one thing was, uh, Danny said there's a there's usually a blizzard outside the city of Kunlun. Maybe that's just what it looks like when the pass is closed. Oh, yeah, maybe. That makes sense. Yeah. All right, Al. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? 
how many random roof spikes would you give this episode? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I don't like this one nearly as much as last week's. Mm-hmm. It's the penultimate. Um, but this also closed up uh, storylines. Um, I thought part of the storyline was just kind of stupid. Uh, but I'm glad that they actually did get rid of Harold for certain. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give this a three and a half. Because, you know, it's it's a little enjoyable to, like, like I said, um, you know, the, the fight scenes were still good, that kind of stuff. Um, I, I felt like it was a little slow at the beginning still, but, you know, it all made sense. So, like I said, three and a half. Okay. I'll give it a three. Just a little less than that. I think they should have just ended it last week, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, if they could have wrapped up, you know, killing Harold as part of it, that would have been good with me, too. But I'm just glad that they made sure he's not coming back for season two, because that completely changes. Like, if he was still around, that would really change or basically see, feel like a similar storyline that would happen mm-hmm. that's true all right cool. and so now um we're continuing our um new thing that we're trying of asking everyone a uh question where is gamora yeah i'll do you one better who's gamora i'll do you one better why is gamora you got hard kid where are you from Queens? Brooklyn. Well, then tell me what's so important about today's date. <laughs> what was the question again? Um, and so uh, we will also be putting this question on our Twitter feed. Uh, again, we're at MCU underscore Rewind. And uh, we, we'd love to, to hear your answers and what you think. So this week, um, our question is... Uh, and here's a little bit of storyline uh, <laughs> reasoning for it. Um, so at the end of this episode, Ward and Danny are on uh, good terms. And Ward even asks Danny, hey, do you want to come back and help me run Rand? And Danny says, uh, no, he would be bad at it. He's not good at being in the business world. So do you think if Danny actually went back and tried to be, you know, good businessman type of person, do you think he would do a good job? Or do you think he would be voted off the board again? Would he just give up and leave, etc.? What what scenario do you think would end up happening with Danny? And I'm looking for this TV show uh, version of Danny. Um, I'm sure things are maybe happen in the comic. Um, you can reference that too, but really looking for this one. Yeah, in my opinion, I think it actually wouldn't have turned out too bad. It would have been very similar to um, uh, Iron Man where they'll become more like, um, was it? It's not philanthropist, but like try to help mankind. Yeah. So things like clean energy, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it might've been rough for like maybe the first year, but I think they would have gotten it better, especially with Ward and Joy guiding him instead of working against him. Yeah, I I was thinking something along those lines. I didn't think as detailed as you, uh, but actually that makes a lot of sense, right? Like, um, you know, there was that scene early in the season where he, you know, he wanted to sell all of those drugs at cost. And Joey was like, I mean, you're not wrong, but you really could have been a lot better at, you know, pushing for that, you know, certain things. Yeah, so they probably would have had a lot more programs like that or, you know, closer. Um, I was thinking that, you know, he he would learn to do a good job, an okay job, but eventually would probably still be pushed out by the board for not bringing enough like 
quarterly gains or something like yeah. that. Um, and I kind of thinking of him as like a poor man's Bruce Wayne. Also, in comparison to Bruce Wayne, he is poor. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Um, in that case, I guess we'll go ahead and close out this episode. Um, so as we always do at the end of uh, something that we're covering, here's a little uh, preview of our uh of the, the schedule of what we have. So next week we're going to be back with agents of shield. Uh, so we'll be on season four, episode 16. What if, and we're going to go through uh, the rest of the season. So no more breaks uh, with agents of shield. So we'll be doing that, that last um, pod, I think is what it was called. Right. Tony? Yes. Pods. Okay, cool. So the, the, the end of that one, um, Danny also will return in the defenders, uh, which we will start rewinding on August 9th of this year of 2021 so if you can't wait for that just a few more months anyway um this has been the marvel cinematic rewind uh for uh all of season one of iron fist uh join us next week to like i said uh, this is what happens when i just read off the script join us next week we'll be with agents of shield um in the meantime you can follow us on twitter we are at mcu rewind you can give us a rating online also um going back to that whole schedule thing if you want to know um, what our schedule is, we have a ton of that, our uh, tentative schedule on our website. It is at mcurewind.com. There is no underscore in that. It's The underscore is only in the Twitter handle. Anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous Thinking about previous days When I was on ships in the pace of place I was putting syrup on my pace of face The girls with the box and the jeans are chasing I keep chasing more With everything I saw I said I'd do the right thing Instead of being wrong Instead of being a rich man Instead of being poor Things just aren't how they're meant to be at all Tell me when